Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Easy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcast. subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from Messerink in Schenectady, New York, where Union gets home ice for the first round of the East AZ Hockey Tournament after beating Princeton 3-1 to uh, here on Saturday at uh, Messerink in a game that they've thoroughly dominated. Uh, played very well coming off that tough 4-1 loss to Quinnipiac where uh, they did not show up in the first period and that didn't have any shots on goal in that first period Friday night. Well, it was a lot better uh, effort against the Tigers, especially with, with what was on the line uh, in this game. Union had to win in regulation to get the three points and uh, end up in a tie for uh, eighth place with Princeton, but by virtue of having a, a better uh, points record against uh, the top four teams in, in the conference, Union wins the tiebreaker. We'll get that home ice game here next Saturday, which will be at 4 p.m. And uh, there'll be the second consecutive year at Princeton, and Union will meet in the first round. Of course, last year was the best of three, and Union won that in two games. So, But we have a, it's basically a sudden death game for uh, uh, Union and Princeton next weekend. And uh, Ron Fogarty, the Princeton coach, has some interesting things to say. We'll have uh, his comments uh, a little later, but I, I thought Union really—they they know what they know what they was at stake here. And so they played well. Uh, the only goal allowed was a Mike Kennedy goal in the third period, and uh, to cap things off on senior night. Uh, late in the game with 3.1 seconds left to face off in the Princeton zone. Uh, senior Merrick Pipes made his third career appearance and made a save uh, off a face-off win by Princeton, uh, sending the uh, his teammates and the crowd into a frenzy. Um, and just a great way to cap off senior night uh, at Mesa Rink. And like I said, man, Union played an excellent game. Uh, they got a 5-1-3 power play goal, which was desperately needed for this team. They've been, um, excuse me, I'm not the part of myself again as I'm still battling that cold uh, but um, they uh, yeah they got a 5-1-3 goal in the second period then we'll have the highlights of that just a moment especially it was important because in the first period they had a 5-1-3 and uh, did not score it and they really didn't get much um, in the way of shots on net but uh, yeah, you knew like I said solid effort much needed and uh, they've been you know, playing well at home this season and uh, they'll get the chance to uh, face the Tigers once again uh, but uh, obviously a different format with just a one-game uh, playoff, and uh, we'll see what happens next time. But let's uh, look at the uh, goals here in, in this game. Uh, this took uh, 66 seconds into the game. Um, Josh Nixon going to the net, put in a rebound of a John Prokop shot. It went off his skate, and you had to wonder because Nixon had a goal overturned uh, Friday night against Quinnipiac when, they, um, when there was goaltender interference, and Josh Hodge will have something to say about that as well as the league may told probably told uh, not going to say probably the league uh, said that maybe that goal was should have counted and not been overturned so uh, Josh I'll do have a comment about that but uh, Nixon uh, was probably waiting and he'll, he'll talk about that later we have a comment from him about the goal uh, but I think he was a little worried that they were going to uh, uh, go to video review but Princeton did a challenge and Union had a one nothing lead Side, Viegas, right, 
That was the call of uh, Matt Dubray and Brian Unger on the ESPN Plus. Uh, Princeton, for the most part, outshot Union 9-4, to but uh, I think Union really played a pretty good uh, first period, uh, especially after what happened on Friday against Quinnipiac. Uh, second period to Chris Theodore, a player who he admits that he's not had a great year, and I think uh, he's got to learn to shoot a lot more. He's looking too much to pass, and uh, particularly during the 5-3 in the first period, I, I saw one play where he the play he was the puck was passed to him and he had an open lane to shoot and he didn't even look at the net um, and p- passed it up and ended up being a turnover. But this time Theodore was at the net putting in a rebound of a Mason Snell shot 457 in the second that made it two nothing Union. That goal by Theodore was the uh, his just his third of the year, but it proved to be the game winner as the later on uh, Mike Kennedy at Princeton scored in the third period. But Union wasn't done scoring in the second period um, with another five on three this time. The Dutchman took advantage, and Leah Robertson made the Tigers pay. That made the score three nothing with seven forty six left in the in the second. Union dominated that period, out shooting Princeton sixteen to four. And uh, Union takes a 3-0 lead into the third period. As we mentioned, um, Mike Kennedy scored um, less than six minutes into the third period. Uh, and it was just, yeah, but, but the most part, Union played outstanding defense in, in that third, uh, limiting Princeton. Princeton pulled goaltender um, Aiden Porter. Uh, a little over three minutes left, uh, trying to get. They had to get two goals. If they got two goals, uh, it would have been three-three. And but it, in fact, they would have uh, would have put Princeton ahead in the standings if the game ended uh, tied after regulation, because um, that that way uh, the Union or Princeton would have had more points than Union. But the Dutchman uh, held off, and uh, and as I said earlier, Merrick Pipes got to play the final three point one seconds of the uh, game, and the, uh, the seniors were honored after the game. Uh, nice ceremony that they had uh, on the ice here at Mesa Rink. Well, let's take a break here. We'll hear from all the participants in this one, uh, the key players and the, and the coaches from both sides. So uh, we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast. Hey, auto racing fans. The Daily Gazette's auto racing contest is back. Here's how to play. Pick the top five finishers in the weekly NASCAR race and get a chance to win a $50 ShopRite gift card. To play, go to dailygazette.com and click on the Auto Racing Contest banner. The Daily Gazette's Auto Racing Contest is run by the Advertising Department and not affiliated with the Sports Department. Hi, this is Union Hockey Analyst Brian Unger. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast with Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Schott. Welcome back to the podcast, and let's go through our post-game uh, interviews, uh, starting with Union head coach Josh Halge, who a year ago was getting set for a first-round bye with Clarkson as the associate head coach up there, and then the, the uh, Golden Knights would end up playing Union in the uh, quarterfinals, a uh, best-of-three series that uh, Clarkson won in two games, both games going to overtime. So here's um, Union head coach Josh Halge. Uh, how good does it feel to take care of business and get to play one more home game? You know, I'm excited for the seniors that they get this opportunity and our guys get to experience playoff hockey at home. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's there's been some ups and downs, but excited that we at least get this chance. It's a team that, uh, I know you weren't here last year, but the team they faced last year also in the first round. So the familiarity and, and, having, and of course, they're having just played here tonight. I mean, how, uh, how important is that? 
yeah, I think it picks up the intensity a bit when you have two teams that you know play important games against each other. And you know, last year they had a couple, and now this one was tonight, and now Saturday is even more important. Did you get a sense how ready was the team to, at the start of the game to come out and, you know, a minute in up one's up? Yeah, I, th- I think for us it's been a focal point is to have a you know better starts, and um, you know ex- was excited that we were able to do that and really get the crowd into it. And um, I thought the crowd was outstanding; they they brought a lot of energy. You didn't score in a five-one-three in the first period, but you did that in the second period. How important was that? It, it was <laughs> extremely important because it's a, been a focal point for us in an area where we feel like if you get a five-on-three, you have to finish. And um, you know we had that opportunity, we didn't, but we got a second chance and we were able to. So it was uh, it was a good momentum boost and sort of carried us through. The game-winning goal scored by a senior and Chris Theodore. I mean, how big was that important was that tonight? Well, yeah, and he needed it. Um, so excited for him because he's been around it all season and. You know, hopefully this gives him a spark for the playoffs and it, it carries him. Because, I mean, I, during that first 5-1-3, I mean, there was one point where he, the puck was passed to him and he was back with the net. I think he had a chance to shoot the puck and he didn't even look at the net. He tried to pass it and ended up being a turnover. Yeah, he's he's got to get that shooting mentality and, you know, hopefully just getting a goal and getting a spark will we'll get him rolling. And, um, you know, he's, he's just taken really great steps in a lot of areas of his game. So... Offense has just always been a strength. We just, you know, need to get going for him, and, and it will. Princeton had a big third period last night, three goals in the last ten minutes. Did you know that going into the second and third period and let the guys know that, you know, you got to keep your foot on the gas? Well, I, I knew it. I didn't mention it to the guys. I didn't want to, you know, let them know that they had a big push. I just said that they're gonna, we're going to get their best effort here in the third, and we got to be ready for it. But, um, yeah, I didn't really want to, you know, talk about that just kind of wanted to focus on us but I was well aware and it was something in the back of my head especially when they got the one I mean they get they pull the goaltender about three minutes or so and you're able to you know not uh, give up any goals there and basically it's been it's a strength for you guys this year why is that I I think it's just it fits into the way we kill penalties and um, I think it's been an easy transition for us it's always you know I think we do a nice job protecting the middle of the ice and just keeping things to the perimeter. And um, our guys are willing to to block shots, which is the most important part of that. When if you're gonna, you know, try to protect the middle of the ice. Did um, getting Mark piped in there for the final three point one and gets the save? And yeah. I mean, what was that like? Yeah, it was awesome. And I mean, it was it was great just to hear how loud the crowd was, and then just for him to get that save, it was great. Um, you know, fitting for him, he's just such a great person and teammate. Were you? Really hoping for a whistle there, the game wouldn't end uh, before you could make that change. I was hoping for a, an extra attacker goal or uh, yeah, empty net goal there, so we could have it, and then um, you know, then the face off at center ice, and there's a little bit more. You know, you're up by three, but um, you know, it, at that point, it was it was a perfect time to get him in. And they put they put uh, their goaltender back in at that point too. So I think uh, at that point, Ron said that you know that's it. Yeah, no. So it was. I mean, he's he's expressed that like. They'll be ready to go on Saturday, so I think it'll be a, a good test for us. Did you hear anything from the league office about that um, overturn goal? Yeah, I, I, they mentioned that um, it, it might have been a mistake, and might have been. Or <laughs> <laughs> they they said that it's hard to tell from the the camera angles they have, but um, they want to get every single one we have because they think it, it was probably the wrong call. But um, yeah, that's doesn't. I get this point; it doesn't really matter. So. Up next, our union goaltender, uh, Connor Murphy, who made uh, 22 saves in the game. Uh, Chris Theodore, who scored the game-winning goal. And Josh Nixon, who scored union's first goal. Okay, for you seniors, obviously, uh, nice to 
you know, come out with that final regular season home game with a win? I mean, how important is it to be able to play one more home game? Yeah, it's super exciting. I mean, obviously, you don't want to travel whenever you can, so playing at home is definitely an, an advantage for us, and, you know, we're going to try to try to take advantage of that and, and run with it. Chris? Obviously, it's no secret that we've been really good at home this year, so getting that home game with the fans, the way the fans have been lately, I think it's obviously an advantage for us, so I'm excited for that. Did you, knowing there was a backup bully down there, want to get pucks on him early and test him? The game plan, yeah, the game plan was just get pucks in net, create traffic, and spin off guys. We know we know how good we can be when we're reloading. We're tough to play against down low, but yeah, obviously that was one of our game plans, just getting pucks in net and creating trouble for him. Um, you, you, uh, you guys, five one three in the first period. You didn't guys didn't generate anything much, uh, but. Uh, in the second, you were able to the Leaves able to get that goal. So how, how big was that uh, to be able to get a five on three there and make it a three nothing game? Whenever you get five on three, especially at this time of the year, you got to capitalize on your chances. That's the difference between winning and losing, especially at this time of the year. So scoring that goal just gave us the extra the extra advantage there to keep going. What about your goal? I mean, how important was that? Ends up being the game winner on, on senior night, and uh, you uh, sort of salute the crowd there a little bow. Yeah, it was obviously nice. I haven't scored many this year. It's been a, it's been a tough year for me personally, but just getting to net there and scoring that goal, getting a little confidence before playoffs is huge. How important was it for you guys to be relaxed going in this game? You know, understanding that you needed to win this game in regulation to get home ice. I mean, was there any added pressure on you guys heading into this game? I don't think there was really any added pressure, but um, you know, obviously we needed to just play the game that we know how to play, and I think that's what we did. I and mean, we kind of worked off uh, what we did against Quinnipiac in the second or the second and third period yesterday. And uh, you know, we knew if we played like that, then we were going to come out with a positive result. Josh, uh, they, you have got a goal that had the video review this time. So <laughs> I mean, talk about the play there. I mean, you, you were going into the net and just uh, got your stick on the rebound? No, it was actually hit by skates That's there. That's what I thought yeah. it did, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like a three-on-two, and uh, it was a good play to the middle. And then uh, Pro Cop was able to pass off Pat, and I, I was just stopping at the net. Were you afraid, knowing that I went off your skate, that maybe Princeton might challenge yeah, it, was, it, was, it was in the back of my head, but as soon as they dropped the puck, I was like, all right, we'll keep that one. Connor, what, what did it mean to you get the curtain call at the end with just a couple seconds left. Yeah, I, uh, that was pretty cool. I mean, obviously, I'd love to see Merrick go in, so um, the fact that we got to get him in for two games now is pretty cool, so I'm, I'm all for it. And you guys were pretty, you know, going nuts when he made the save there, all face-off. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was awesome to see, so I'm, I'm glad he got a little bit of time there. So you guys are going to play this team again next week. I mean, how important is it to, to come out the way, same way you did tonight, and you know, especially now it's a one-game sudden death situation uh yeah i mean it's obviously super important you know they know what we're capable of and you know they're going to definitely do their research and watch some video on it and uh you know try to eliminate some of their the chances against for them but we're going to do the same thing and we're going to keep doing what we know how to do you guys are up three nothing going to the third princeton last night had a big third period against rpi 22 shots score three goals make the game close so how, I mean, how important was it to not let princeton do that to you guys tonight I think we knew going into the locker room in the second that the first five minutes in the third were going to be huge for us. Um, obviously, we came out pretty well, and they were really able to squeak one down there, but um, we were able to shut them down, um, get that 3-1 win. Chris? I think just 
not letting the, the foot off the gas there, knowing when you're up 3 nothing, sometimes you can become lackadaisical, start making mistakes, but I think we, stay, we stayed with it. We stayed with the course and kept doing what we did all game, making it hard on them. And, you know, they pulled the goal center with a little over three minutes left, and you guys, you know, prevent, didn't allow uh, any really good opportunities there. I mean, this team's been pretty good at that this year, uh, Connor. Why is that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just our defensive structure was it was on point there. You know, we had guys blocking shots, you know, making big plays and getting the puck out of the zone. So it was uh, it was really cool to see that uh, we were able to, you know, shut them down there in the last couple of minutes. I always enjoy talking with uh, Princeton head coach Ron Fogarty. Very nice man, uh, funny guy. And uh, uh, we talked about the game. Uh, and we'll talk, of course, talked about uh, looking ahead to next week's uh, matchup. And he also had some uh, interesting things to say about the uh, change in playoff format for the first round of the ECAC hockey tournament. So here is uh, Princeton head coach Ron Fogarty. Uh, you guys, you know, t- had a good first period to be felt on one nothing, but then it seemed like Union took over that second period. What happened? Yeah, uh, we didn't play strong defensively. We were um, got caught up uh, with puck watching, uh, and they took it to us in the second period for sure. And a lot, a lot of power plays in the second period. So it was just, uh, you know, they did a really good job. You kill off a five on three in the first period. Uh, could that have given you some momentum? Uh, yeah, but then it goes the other way. We didn't capitalize on the power plays. You know, you got to get some shots and some good looks, and we did. Uh, but it was a good kill to keep the game uh, keep it close. What was the difference between the Union team you beat in December and the one you saw tonight? We have a different team right now. You know, we're banged up with injuries. You know, Pearson's out. Our starting goalies had 11 wins. You know, it's um, with a small roster of 25, you lose five guys. You're you're, you're going to scramble. Uh, we, we were pretty resilient there, and uh, I look at that game and this game and our team overall supposed to finish 12th, finish 7th in the league, you know, and due to tiebreakers, we're on the road, but very proud of our program. You come back here next week. Uh, what's going to be the uh, key to, uh, you know, getting that w- one win you know, that you need now? Yeah, stay out of the box. You know, there's a lot, a lot of penalties and uh, just clean up our defensive zone. And, um, you know, it'd be a war of attrition, win small battles and uh, be a great game. What is you've obviously seen Union twice this year under new head coach? What do you see? What what do you like about their team? What's uh, what what do you have to stop uh, next Saturday? Yeah, Coach Heggie's done done a good job. You know, it, it's uh, difficult first year coming in because you're changing, you're putting new uh, philosophies and structure in, and um, you know you have, you have players that uh, are used to certain things for three years and. Um, so you can see what he's trying to do, what he had done in, uh, at Clarkson. You, know, you can see with their defense's own structure, with uh, the defensemen. Um, but they, they, they played hard tonight. When you're playing for your senior night, you know you have, uh, you know, obviously their captain and goal. He's one heck of a player, and you know, they're going to play hard from. You know, and it says a lot when a goaltender is the captain of the team, and um, he's had a tremendous career. And you know, he got it on senior night, and uh, we'll try to let him have the party tonight and spoil it next Saturday. Um. It's the uh, the fifth time that these programs are going to meet. I think the third time, maybe third or fourth time for you. Um, yeah, um, yeah. What was it about last year that um, the, uh, Union had the, the dominating? Of course, I think it was you know the last time you guys before that you know you swept here and ended up winning the the whole thing. I mean, is that, is that it was how much of a catalyst was that back then to uh, do that? And can you see you guys doing it again this way uh, uh, starting next Saturday? Absolutely, difference from last year is I love the culture of our team this year. Uh, we've uh, 
you know, eight skaters in our lineup are first-year players, and uh, they have great bought-in from our leadership group, uh, and we'll be ready to rock next weekend. Obviously, the new format, the one-game uh, first round. Yeah. I mean, who's the pressure on? Is it on you guys? Is it on Union? Because, they, they mean, they're, they have the home ice. I mean, they have to protect that? It's awful setup. It's it's the worst decision made for, for uh, our uh, our conference, you know, the Ivy Leagues are restricted to 29 games. We can play more games at the end, and, and making a, a quick move like this, you know, is uh, for one and out is, is very difficult, especially for a, a team who may be tied as a fourth seed, who's worked really hard, and a goaltender plays well on one night, and they can see a great body of work go down the drain. You know, I think two out of three, you know, we, we do a lot of good work in our conference of having tremendous parity of, of playing one home, one away. It's tough for some of the travels. Uh, and then just to go to um, a, a one game and then a two out of three and then a one, I, I just, um, that was a great system before. You had to earn it, you know, and you're going to to get to the next level. And uh, now to have a one and done, it's uh, it's anyone's game. and. There's going to be four upset coaches at the end of this for sure. Yeah, one coach told me the vote was 12 nothing and to yeah. keep it the same way. Uh, why didn't the uh, athletic directors and uh, the, the, the league, as you're, you're using your hand? <laughs> I know the reason why. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just giving my opinion of it. It's um, I, I just I, again for the Ivies, you know, when when it, the format was uh, put in place, it was to, to create more games for uh, the six teams within their conference. There's a lot of restrictions. Uh, you know, we look at points in the end year and just, you know, we, we have uh, within our program, you know, we have nobody who's going to hit 100 games this year, and there's programs out there with 183 players on the roster. So it, it's for development. You get extra, you know, a couple games through the career playing in uh, a playoff situation. It builds character. It, it builds team. It builds culture. One and done uh, could be a, a penalty now. There's no opportunity to recover. And obviously for two rounds, and then you get the championship weekend, those teams have, have earned it, and then now it's one and done. And will it take, say, the 11th to 12th seed teams to win to maybe get the coach, to the administrators to change their mind, go back to the old format? No. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's going to take some time. It just uh, – I, I, I look at Yale right now and how well Yale's playing. You know, they're, they're going to be a team that has an opportunity to upset. You know, Dartmouth – you know, the goaltender gets hot for one game, you know, and then it's a power play. So now it's, it's gone to, you know, of, of, you know, two out of three. You know, there's a reason why NHL is four to seven. And, and with time restraints, you go two out of three and now going to one and three. You know, and, and I'm, so I'm, I'm echoing 11 other coaches across the com- conference. I'm probably the most outspoken one of it right now. But it's, uh, it's something that I, I, I would hope we would revisit uh, going to next year because we can change it next year. And I just know that uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting, at the, the horn in 60 minutes, there's going to be a call or something unique that's going to crush a dream for somebody. Yeah, I've been calling it the uh, first round sudden death game. Is that your app description? Absolutely. It's just, um, it, obviously it's sudden death. And um, you know, the two or threes were put in place as well, too, to help out the RPI of the, the other teams. There, there's rationale behind it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, it is what it is. Uh, it's made, this is made above me, but I can still have an opinion on it, in my opinion. I appreciate it very much. We'll see you next Saturday. Yeah, this is going to be a long article. It's <laughs> <laughs> part, part of the podcast, too, so that helps out a little bit. <laughs> right, Love you. <laughs> Take care. 
Coming up, we'll look at the uh, other scores in ECAC hockey, preview the uh, matchups for the first round uh, next weekend, and also take a look at the women's tournament quarterfinals. Uh, we have three games heading to a game three on Sunday. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast. Hi, this is Adam Schinder, Deputy Director of Content for the Daily Gazette. Join me along with Michael Kelly and Will Springstead for the Daily Gazette Sports Podcast, Full Court Press Row. Full Court Press Row takes a comprehensive look at the Siena and UAlbany men's and women's basketball programs. We discuss how the programs are doing and preview their upcoming games. You can listen to Full Court Press Row at dailygazette.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Union College Football Coach John Poppy. You're listening to the Party Shots Podcast with Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Schott. Welcome back to the podcast. As uh, Let's take a look at what happened in the ECAC men's hockey on the final night of the regular season. Over in Troy, Quinnipiac defeated RPI 4-1. Uh, former Dutchman uh, Colin Graff had a goal and an assist for the Bobcats. St. Lawrence beat Dartmouth 2-0. Cornell down Yale 5-1. Colgate and Brown went to a 2-2 tie. Uh, Colgate got the extra point by winning the shootout. One to nothing, and Harvard edged Clarkson three to two. So here's what the uh, seedings look like for the ECAC hockey tournament: the uh, top four teams receiving buys in order: Quinnipiac, Harvard, Cornell, and St. Lawrence. The first round matchups: number five Colgate will host number twelve Dartmouth, number six Clarkson will host number eleven Brown, number seven RPI will host number ten Yale. And the 8-9 matchup here at Messerink at 4 p.m. next Saturday, Union and Princeton. Well, the ECAC Women's Tournament quarterfinals are going on, and three games will go to a um, deciding third game on Sunday. Cornell beat uh, Clarkson 2-1 in double overtime up in Potsdam. That series tied 1-1. Also tied 1-1, Colgate with a 4-3 home ice win over Princeton. And St. Lawrence won at Quinnipiac 3-2. So those three series, Cornell, Clarkson, St. Lawrence, and Quinnipiac, and Princeton, Colgate, will be played tomorrow to decide who goes to the semifinals and who will go to Yale for the, uh, the Final Four next weekend. Uh, Yale swept its series against Harvard, winning 4-2 to two on, uh, on uh, Saturday. So um, I take I take that back. It was four nothing a game. I apologize. I was like scrolling my computer and went too a little too far. So it was Yale four and uh, Harvard nothing. So the Bulldogs will host uh, the final four of the ACAC hockey women's tournament uh, next weekend. Uh, my three stars of the uh, game tonight. And if hopefully I don't cough away my <laughs> during this segment, but um, still battling that cold, I can't get rid of it. It's just crazy. Um, my number three star, I'm gonna go with Merrick Pipes. What the heck? Yeah, gets in, makes a save in his third career game, and uh, like I said, the place went nuts with that. And a great way for uh, Pipes to. I mean, he's not gonna probably not see any more action, so a great way for him to end his uh, college hockey career. Number two star, I'll go with Connor Murphy, 22 saves in the game. And uh, number one star, Chris Theodore with the game-winning goal for the Dutchman. So a nice senior night tribute to those three uh, union players. So uh, we'll be back at it with um, more uh, podcasts uh, next week. 
and uh, the return of uh, College Hockey News uh, ECAC Hockey reporter Josh Siegel. We'll go, uh, over the next three weeks, we'll uh, examine the uh, ECAC Hockey Tournament. We'll start with the uh, first round games. That'll be podcast will come up um, later next week. Uh, so, yeah, stay tuned for that. We always enjoy having Josh on. Of course, the first time we had Josh on uh, in 2020 for the uh, uh, reviewing the tournament, <laughs> we only got to review one round of the tournament because after the uh, first round, uh, everything got canceled because of the COVID. So, but, um, you know, we'll see what happens. It should be an interesting uh, discussion with uh, Josh and um, his expertise in uh, ECAC hockey. So, yeah, I look forward to talking with him and I hope you look forward to uh, listening to that uh, podcast. So, uh, that'll, like I said, that'll come up uh, sometime uh, next week. Well, that'll do it from uh, Messerink. I appreciate you uh, putting up with me uh, with my uh, uh, stuttering voice a little bit here. Um, it's kind of crazy with this cold. It's something I don't know what it is. I hope I get rid of it soon. It's kind of nice. But uh, anyway, uh, we'll be back, of course, next Saturday at Messerink. The covers the, the Union Princeton uh, playoff game. And, uh, you know, check out dailygazette.com for the. Um, latest in uh, Union College Hockey coverage. If you have comments or uh, questions about Union Hockey or the podcast, you can email me at shot, that's S-C-H-O-T-T, at dailygazette.com. And follow me on Twitter at Slapshots. The views expressed on the Party Shot podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Party Shot podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Shot. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From Messerink in Schenectady, New York, good night, good hockey.